When I was 21 years old, I made a crazy decision to move out of the country. And I'll tell you what, boy, were my eyes open. I learned so much. And today, we're going to talk a little bit about that. Welcome to the Family Health and Hustle Podcast, where sharing our stories, common experiences, and best practices about balancing family, practicing good health, and reaching your goals can help you feel supported, bring clarity, and guide you to the life you want. So if you're ready to challenge yourself, your health, and the hustle around you, then consider this your community. Now, let's welcome your host, Anthony Hernandez. Welcome back to the show, everyone. I appreciate you joining in today. And uh, you may have noticed uh, a little something different on today's episode. That's right. We just raised the bar. We got an intro and an outro (laughs) sound. Oh, man. Pretty stoked about that. You know, kind of brings a little little higher level of professionalism, I think. Um, And I wanted to do a a shout-out to Melissa Harlow for creating that. Uh, our intro and outro. She does. She she mixed it. She helped us write the script. She did the voiceover. I mean, just just a great job. Um, if you are looking for services like hers, uh, Melissa Harlow VO, I believe, is where you'll find her. Um, if you look on Instagram, or I know she's on Fiverr, um, or you know what? Hey, if you're if you like it and you're looking for a good voiceover artist, uh, you know, just hit me up, Anthony at FamilyHealthAndHustle.com. And uh, I'll send y'all, you know, her contact information that I have. Um, but man, she did such a good job, so we're pretty excited about that. But thanks for joining today again. Um, today we're going to talk about uh, what you heard in the intro there. So when I was 21 years old, I decided to volunteer for my church, um, and I decided to go on a uh, a volunteer a, a service mission. Um, and it was crazy. Um, it was a huge, probably one of the hardest decisions I've ever made in my life, but uh, but completely worth it. Um, and one of the best decisions I've ever made. Not just, you know, there's, there's the religious side of it, and I'm not going to get into that. We're not going to spend too much time, um, or it's not my intention, rather, to focus on the religious side of things uh, in this podcast, but it's, it's a part of me. I can't deny it. And, and there's you know, for anyone out there that's not religious, I'm, I keep, hold on with me today. (laughs) Yeah, I'll talk a little bit about this. Um, and then, uh, and then we'll kind of get to some deeper points that I think apply to everyone, despite your beliefs. Um, but anyway, so when I was 21, I decided to go on that, uh, service mission, one of the hardest decisions I've ever made. Um, and one of the greatest, and honestly, I, I was kind of, I, I didn't even want to do it, but I felt that it was extremely important and I didn't know why, um, but but I knew I had to do it. And let me let me set this scene for you a little bit. So I had a girlfriend. I thought I was going to marry her. I had been dating her for years. Um, I was working at my parents' restaurant, um, and so things were things were going well for me. Um, I wasn't, you know, printing money, if you will. But you know, I I was I was doing well. I, I was happy in life, and I and I had some good plans. And this kind of decision just hit me out of nowhere. And I said, you know, I think I got to do this. Um, and it the, the term of the service, the, the amount of time I had to do for this mission was was a couple of years. And so, as you can imagine, especially for uh, my girlfriend at the time, it was pretty devastating to her. And, and honestly, it was hard for me too. Very, very difficult for me. Um, 
but I just felt that I had to do it. It was, it was something that just told me you have to do it. No one forced me to do it. I just said, this is so important. You know, I, I feel it. I feel it deep down inside me. Um, you know, and, and it, it didn't make the decision any more difficult or any less difficult. Uh, but, but I just, it was a driving thing where I was like, I don't even know why I have to do this, but I just have to. And, uh, you know, the, the girl I was dating at the time said, that's totally fine. Like it'll, we'll make it work. Everything will be good. Um, and as you can imagine, um, you know, we, we left on, on that note, hoping that, you know, everything would be great and we'll come back and reunite and run through the airport and, and jump into each other's arms. And, um, and, and that didn't happen. <laughs> that didn't happen, but you know what? And, and that's okay because I have everything I have right now, uh, because that didn't happen. And, you know, talking from last week's episode about being grateful for some of the things that we go through, you know, there was after being out there, uh, on it, on this service mission for about 18 months, I think actually maybe 20 months, uh, the girl I was dating had written me every week and she finally was just like, Hey, I found someone else I'm going to marry. <laughs> I was like, Oh, um, okay. That, okay, cool. And you know, I'm not going to make it sound like she was the bad guy, but like for me, I was out there. I was kind of just kind of after you're out, out and about for so long, it's like, it's just, it's, it's such a weird dynamic. And so I probably, you know, was less involved as well, even just in our communications and stuff. But, um, she was like, yeah, so I found someone else and, um, you know, I'm going to, I'm going to marry them. So, you know, best of luck, you know, and it was anyway, it was funny. Don't get me started on that, but it was difficult. Um, and at the time I was like, really like kind of heartbroken, like, ah, oh, man, like this stinks, you know, I didn't know why it was happening, you know, like, oh my gosh, like, what have I done? And again, so grateful it did happen because I obviously found my, my wife, um, when I came home and have had two beautiful children. Um, hopefully, hopefully more to come. If you are listening, my darling, hopefully more to come. <laughs> I love kids, but anyway, so it was really tough. I was working at my parents' restaurant. Things were going well when I came back. Um, like I said, didn't have a girlfriend. A restaurant was closing, <laughs> so it was very rough. But there was so much great opportunity during the time there. Um, and that's that's what I want to focus on in this conversation. Um, when, I, when I went out there... Uh, and, and, you know, let me tell you where I went. So I, for this service mission, you don't know where you're going. You don't apply for certain places. You kind of just submit and say, Hey, I'm, I'm cool. I'm ready to, um, I'll do it. Like, where do you want me to go? And they actually choose the church is actually who, you know, chooses you uh, or chooses where you're going to go. Um, and I was asked and appointed to go to, uh, Ghana, which is in West Africa, uh, which anyone who knows me just laughed when they heard that because I seriously was like, I wanted to go to Anaheim, California. I wanted to do Disneyland on my days off. Like I just wanted to, and I'm sure people who go there, they, it's a difficult time and, and they have their own challenges. But I was like, I want to go somewhere in the U.S. I just want to chill, um, do my best, but you know, play hard as well. And I ended up getting assigned to Ghana, uh, uh, like I said, which is in West Africa and just the, you know, the opposite end of the planet. Um, and, uh, and it was crazy. Uh, I mean, that's the only word to, to say to describe it. 
absolutely crazy. You, anytime you go on one of these service missions, you go, uh, you, you train, you go to a training center, um, and you, you, you learn about some of the things you're going to teach. You learn about if you're speaking a language, they'll teach you a language, all that stuff. So, um, there's several of those around the world. Uh, the training center I went to was in Ghana. So it was just kind of right out the gate. Here I am 21 years old, never left the country. Didn't really, I thought I knew what the world was like, but didn't really know what was going on. And then I'm just slapped in the face with living in this totally different country on the other side of the world, fending for myself. And, um, and wow, 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 did it, uh, did I learn. When I first went out there, I spent uh, many months trying to fight it, thinking I was the smartest person. Um, and the culture in these different countries, no matter what country you reside in, you go to a different country, the culture is so different. It is so different. And um, for me, I was, I was, I don't know if I want to say proud or cocky or whatever but I was just fighting it I was like no that's silly you got to do it this way like this is how we do it in the United States right and that's probably what a lot of people from the U.S. say when they visit other countries is they're always trying to they're always trying to say hey this is how you should do it um, but that's not the case um, and once I got through that mentality uh, about you know, honestly around six months in I finally it just finally broke and I was like this you know I'm not right. And I just, I kind of changed my mentality from six to eight months. I was like, you know, I'm not going to just live my life as a, as an American in Ghana. I'm going to live like a Ghanaian. Um, and I'm going to uh, understand their culture and really dive into it. Um, and Ghanaians, they, I mean, they have like a church on every corner. It's like 7-Eleven out there. And so everyone wanted to talk about religious things and every, everyone was so kind. They wanted to share the culture with you. You know, you, here you are an American, especially a Caucasian American in the middle of Ghana. And they're like, well, what are you doing here? And it, it's almost kind of funny at first. Like they're kind of like, you're out of place. And then you start to dive in and they become so welcoming and understanding and they, and they, you know, you become a part of their culture and their family. And, uh, what an amazing experience. Um, I learned to appreciate the freedoms and abundance that we have in the United States. And this goes back to our episode last week, like to be truly grateful for the opportunities and the things that you have, you have to have an attitude of gratitude in order to succeed. What, what, whatever it is, I promise you, there are people on the planet that have it worse, that have less at their disposal to solve that problem. And how, how powerful it is to shape our mind in a way where we're grateful for the things that we have. Yes, we might be going through a challenge, whether it's in our family, whether it's with our health, whether it's with our business or our goals, but be grateful for the opportunity that we have available to overcome those challenges. And that's a huge thing that I learned. And, and honestly, I, I came back uh, when I moved back to the U.S. It was like I was super, I still am super patriotic. Like I, we have it so good here in the United States. And everything's not perfect. I think we can agree there's a lot of things we can work on. There's a lot of mistakes we've made, but we have so much abundance here, so much freedom, so much opportunity, and we have genuinely people that want to be better and and want to improve, uh, and, and I think that's super powerful, and that's something that I learned out there um, 
in in I think honestly I think everyone should spend time outside the U.S. Uh, if you're not listening in the U.S., I think you should spend time in other countries. But specifically for our U.S. audience, like it is so important that people spend time outside the country if you can. I understand there's a financial thing there, but like do something to to get out there and learn and and experience things because when you do, not just for a vacation. You know, I'm not talking about going to Paris for a weekend and being like, wow, this place is so amazing. Like, I'm talking about try to really go out there and become part of a culture um, and absorb it. And you will see that here in the U.S., we have it really good, really, really good. We have so much, and, and I'm so grateful for that. But why am I talking about this? Okay, that's that's not why I, what the intention is of this episode. I'm talking about this because not only did I come back very grateful and see all the abundance that we have. Which, by the way, people there, it's incredible to see how happy they are with so little. And that goes to another thing we should try to work on is like finding joy in the little things. It's not, it shouldn't just be about the material things. Um, they have so much joy. I've, I've met people that have a one-room, uh, essentially apartment or house with dirt floors a family with multiple kids. And I remember specifically sitting there with one guy being like, you know, like, and just talking to him. And he was just happy as can be. He was like, you know, I got family and, you know, God's blessed me. And I've, I just, I have so much that I'm grateful for. And I was like, whoa, whoa. Like no material things, but he had his family. And that is why we're talking about this because the pillars of this podcast, family, health, and hustle. While I was living there in Ghana, I learned that these pillars are universal. No matter where you live, no matter what language you speak, I promise, I promise, if you put focus on these three things, family, health, and hustle, you will see a huge improvement in your life. If you put focus on those three things, work towards them, understand that this is a life, a lifelong goal, a lifelong process. But if you focus on those three things, you're going to see huge improvements in your life when you make it, you know, a point of focusing on it, I should say. Sometimes we put this stuff on the back burner, but I'm saying if you really focus on it, that is why I started this show. Because I think those three things, simply put, are important for us to um, overcome our challenges. They're important for us to remember when we get discouraged. And I believe that we need to find common ground with our experiences and with other people together as a community to work together. And I think those three things are things we can all agree on. Now, not only will we work together better, but maybe, just maybe, we'll understand each other better and we'll be a little more patient, a little more helpful. And if we can get in the habit of, of building up people, encouraging people, then you know we can spread joy, spread goodness, and, uh, and our lives will improve. Now, there are... As we talk, there will be many actionable items and things that we'll talk about over the course of this show. 
Uh, some of the things are going to be fun. Some of the things, you know, that I have planned that, especially as we start bringing on guests, is we want to talk about challenges that each and every one of us might be facing and how other people have overcome it and how we can overcome it. We're going to even maybe talk about things that are sad. Sad as in like, man, I can't believe I was like that. And also sad as in like tear jerking, you know, genuinely sorrowful, sad things that maybe have happened to people or things that have to have had to experience. But if we can change our inner attitude and self and understand that what we're doing, no matter where we are in the journey, it's good. If we're focusing on these three things and bettering our lives and these three principles, and and again, there's lots of areas we can improve our life. But if we just focus in on these three things, then everything will be okay. And we will look back at this journey and say, that was awesome. It was a wild ride because when you are focused on certain things, you will inevitably accomplish them. If you just go traveling without a map, you know, and you just hope to get to your destination, chances are you're not going to get there. And life's a funny thing because you, sometimes you feel like you're never getting to the destination, but at least if you have a map and you have principles you're trying to follow, you're going to be surprised at the end of that journey. Like, wow. Look how far I've come. I I have been going down this route and going down this journey. Now, I got some homework for you this week. (laughs) This is, again, this is a community. This is a place where we're going to come together and we're going to work together. And uh, again, it's going to be me some days. And that's fine, I think. I get to share a little bit of my experience and the journey I'm going through. And I think, you know, and my goal is to get as many people as I can on here from all different walks of lives to share their story and share how they're overcoming challenges or the things that they're succeeding at or the things that they need to work at or just things that they've learned throughout the journey. So the homework for this week, okay? I want you to spend time thinking about those three pillars, okay? Family, health, and hustle. I want you to spend time thinking about those pillars and the goals that you have within them. Now, what I mean by that is those three things are encompassing. They're an umbrella that encompasses multiple important principles. Okay, so that's why I say focus on these three things. They're very broad, but there's a ton of stuff underneath them we can focus on. Um, but but to keep it simple, these are the broad uh, overarching principles that I want us to focus on at first. So I want you to think about those three pillars. I want you to think about the goals that you have within each of them. How do you want your family to look back at you or back at their life with you, their experiences with you, and think about those experiences? What are the impressions you want them and the feelings you want them to have as they look back um, over the years. And I'm saying it could be at the end of the journey. It could be in a year. It could be two years. It could be in six months. Like how do you want them to reflect on, uh, on those family experiences with you that you've had with them? Um, and not even that you've necessarily had with them, but maybe you've built something, you've built a lifestyle with your family that when you're off working, as you will probably have to do, um, you know, they're still, they're still enjoying those experiences. They're still enjoying the fruits of your effort. Uh, how do you want to be remembered in the way of your health? Do you want to be fun? Do you want to be energetic or do you want to be tired? Do you want to be out of shape? You know, do you want to be hopeful, right? It doesn't have to be physical, uh, physical appearance. You want to be hopeful or do you want to be depressing? Do you want to be someone that's always focused on the good 
or someone that is always focused on the negative. I promise you, if you're focused on the negative, you know, you're going to be a bummer to be around. I think we all know that. You know, what makes you happy and what do you want to spend your days doing? Okay, that's the third thing. How can you achieve those goals? What are the steps? So those are the three things I want you to think about this week. That's your homework. How do you want your family to look back and think of the experiences they've had with you over any experiences over years or months or different things? How do you want to be remembered in the way of your health? And what makes you happy? What do you want to spend your days doing? And most importantly, how can you achieve those things? What are the steps? Those steps are going to evolve over time. But what is it? How do you think you need, or sorry, what do you think you need to do to achieve these things? In order, step one, step two, step three, step four, right? Like step one would be, oh, in order to live a certain way, maybe I need to uh, generate more income. Or maybe I just need to be home more often with my family. Or maybe I need to focus on family activities together. Any of that stuff. Same thing with health. If it's physical health that your goals around, what do I need to do? I need to get active every day. I need to do something. Okay, I can get a gym membership or I can be active at home. I can do the steps. I can wake up earlier. That's part of it. It doesn't have to be exercise necessarily. It could just be the way you organize your day. You know, you attack your day rather than letting the day you know, guide you and lead you. Same thing with your your hustle, whatever that goal is. Maybe it's a family hustle that you, you know, you combine a couple of these goals together or maybe it's something totally different that you're trying to achieve. Um, but remember, and I think I've said this before, make sure that whatever the hustle is that you're going after, that you're, that you're pursuing, if you achieve success, remember to bring your family with you. So these two are inseparable. Family, these three must always go together. If you're doing one without the other, do better. Um, And again, it's a process, but do better. Put focus on it. For me, when my kids look back on me, I want them to think, because of what my dad taught me, my dad and my mom, but because of what they taught me, I know I can do and be anything I want. That is the number one goal I have for my family. That is the the big, the big goal. I want them to be able to look back and say, my parents believed in me. They believed I could achieve anything and become anything. And I think if they, if I can help them live that life, I, you know, if I can accomplish that, then I have achieved a huge goal. Maybe my ultimate goal is just to be able to have them, you know, feel complete confidence as they get older and know that they had every ability to achieve what they wanted to achieve. I want you to work on that homework. Promise me. We're going to have some homework sometimes on this uh, show. Uh, Work on that homework. Sit down. Write things down. I hope everyone has a gratitude journal. Um, That's a story for another day or, or something we can talk about the other day, but I hope you have somewhere where you're taking notes, even if it's just in your phone or on your computer. Like, Write down your goals, something that you can go back to, because maybe after listening to this podcast, you'll you'll think of something that you hadn't thought of before. And I promise you, if you think, oh, I'll write that down later. If you're anything like me, you'll forget. You'll be sitting uh, at the desk later on that night or the, uh, the next day, and you'll be like, man, there was something I was supposed to write down. <laughs> that is that is me. <laughs> I have to write it down. And 
Um, it's so important that you do because it's that's it, what you want to accomplish needs to be strategy, and strategy is never complete. It must always be massaged. It must always be worked on, shifted. You must always pivot. You must. There's always things to learn, um, and success that that goalpost. You will be the one that will change that. It's not that it will just change and you'll have to keep working for that success. Is you'll get to a point where you, you've achieved what you want to do and now you have to move that goalpost. And so uh, let those notes be, uh, whether again they're in your phone or it's a gratitude journal or just anything, a notebook that you get. Like have a place where you can write these things down, these goals, and you can keep track of them. Someplace that you can have over time, work on them, change them, uh, update them, look back on them. Um, trust me, as you, as you do that, you will see success and, uh, and it will improve the odds of success and improve the journey. And if you want to succeed, things must be measured. And if they're not documented, written down or put anywhere, how can you measure that you're achieving your goals? So that's your homework for this week. Thank you so much for joining um, I will talk to you next week and you know what? Let's go ahead and, uh, let's go ahead and throw up that outro by Melissa Harlow again. Catch you later. Thank you for joining in today because pursuing a balance between family, health, and hustle can feel a little wacky sometimes. So we need to learn from each other. And with a simple click to subscribe, we'll invite you back to our next episode. In the meantime, download our free ebook, Six Secrets for Success at FamilyHealthAndHustle.com. And remember, we're on this journey together.